Welcome to the Drunken Jaguars. This is Bentley, and joining me on the call is Ased. This is a very excited Drunken Jaguar. Why? Because we beat the Bills. Do you believe in miracles? Same slogan used in 1996 when we went up to Buffalo and beat Buffalo in the playoffs. We did it again a generation later. (laughs) Beat the Buffalo Bills, who many considered to be the top-ranked team in the AFC, if not the NFL as a whole, as a Super Bowl favorite with a massive 9-6 victory. Score didn't look too pretty. Win felt great. Insane game. Everybody's talking about Josh Allen, 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 Josh Allen. Who's Josh Allen is better? Is the Bills Josh Allen better? Is the Jaguars Josh Allen better? They were both drafted at the same pick in respective drafts. Who's going to prove it once and for all? Can a quarterback... Uh, really be compared to a defensive end slash linebacker slash we don't know what the f- he is. Uh, who won? Who won? Well, the Jaguars' Josh Allen won. That's for sure. Massive defensive performance, but does not yet necessarily compare to the monumental improvement in presence and domination of a certain Taven Bryant. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you are right, Bentley. It's good to have you back in the saddle, by the way. We missed you last week. How about Taven Bryan, a breakout game, if I'm allowed to say breakout game, even though you've been in the league for three years or something like that now. Taven Bryan had a game where he actually looked like a football player. For one, he he was outstanding. Josh Allen was really good. I think it was truly a breakout game for him. Even the NFL Twitter page had him as a header. Just a fantastic game. You said a massive win. It didn't... it was a massive win. It's just weird saying that when you win nine to six, but that defense was flying around. They were a lot of fun to watch. It reminded me a lot of the 2017 season. They're playing together so much fun. And Hey, the defense looks good. And the offense didn't. I never thought I'd say that. this season. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like 2017. And, and, and from the fans perspective, also just the confidence you have in the defense. I mean, we're going possession after possession, coming up with these insane turnovers that you just feel Ah, it's inevitable we'll be able to pull something off. I mean, you have the Jaguars' dread there as well. Like, okay, what if what if uh, Josh Allen of the Bills goes ape shit in the fourth quarter and really all they needed was a touchdown? I mean, let's not let's not misguide ourselves here. But yeah, you felt you felt confident. Like I was expecting good plays to to happen. Kyle on the podcast actually brought it up last week that you know the Bills sometimes struggle in the first half and it takes them a while to get the you know ball rolling a little bit. And he texted me at halftime of this game. He's like, you know, we do this all the time. We're going to come out in the second half. And really, I believed it. And it just never happened. But Josh Allen just, he couldn't, he couldn't do anything with all that pressure in his face. It was just nice to see us attack the quarterback, man, and make him make some bad decisions. And that's a really, really good Buffalo team. It's, a, it's an amazing Buffalo defense and offense. Obviously, our offense couldn't move the ball, but our defense did a tremendous job. Shaq Griffin was great. Miles Jack was great. Damian Wilson was great. So many bright spots. It was it was amazing to see, honestly. Yeah, I know we're, we're joking about you know Taven Bryan stealing the show, but I think in all reality, there's like there's like two or three players with better PFF grades than our Josh Allen, despite his career day and setting. I'm I'm guessing depending on different angles you look at, different NFL trivia and records for for what he did. I mean, sack, fumble recovery, interception, and then and then you know add to that 
all against someone of the same name. I mean, just an awesome game to watch. It's a great feeling. Uh, I do want to be that devil's advocate here and say uh, I really wish uh, Trevor Lawrence had hit Marvin Jones on one of our final possessions there to kind of seal the game. I think that would have been a more emphatic victory, and we didn't really walk away with this with any like Trevor Lawrence hi- highlights. So while people around the league are, are reveling over the Jaguars' massive upset— there's not too much to really like point to and say, look how awesome they were that day, because <laughs> because it's it was mostly a defensive performance and and definitely not on the offensive side of the ball. So I selfishly wanted that to happen as well as that Bethard throw uh, to Jamal Agnew. Yeah, I mean, almost seemed like Bethard when he was in was playing better than Trevor Lawrence. The cool part, I think, the Trevor Lawrence highlight was when he got hurt and he runs back on the field and it was like a like a Disney movie. The crowd's just going crazy. And everyone's like, why is the crowd going crazy? You know, on the broadcast, like, oh, Trevor Lawrence is running back out in the field, you know, doing these like funny warm ups that Dak Prescott does, you know, before his games. But CJ Beathard, even he had that like moon ball throw to Dan Arnold on the sideline, which was very weird. And then he had that throw to Jamal Agnew that should have been caught for a touchdown of absolute dime. Just it was a crazy game, just crazy events unfolded in front of our eyes, really. Didn't see any of it coming. None of it. On, on ESPN, they have this deal where one of the shows, they, they ask who's the team to beat uh, in, the, in, the, in each conference every, every week. And this one guy's been saying the Buffalo Bills every week. And he says, well, <laughs> now that the Jaguars beat the Bills, I guess it's the Jaguars. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go that far in saying the Jaguars are the team to beat. But I was telling you before the call, I mean, the Ravens beat the Dolphins on Thursday night football. Or I'm sorry, the Dolphins beat the Ravens on Thursday night football. And we beat the Dolphins. So we beat the Ravens, too, technically. and. We just beat two of the best teams in the AFC then, making us top dog in the AFC, I think. The team to beat. So I, I guess I can see his, his thinking behind it. Well, it's not very scientific, but uh, ever since Urban Meyer's uh, bar fiasco, the Jaguars have gone two and two. Hmm. Man, maybe, maybe he needs to go out more. You never know. Maybe that could have been the, the turn that this team needed. You never know. You know, some teams, you know, they come alive when adversity hits and it sh- shows a lot about their character as a team. And this could be one of those situations, seriously, where this team, you know, a lot of people doubted them and the urban Meyer scandal went down and here they go. They responded. They've, you know, they got smoked by Seattle, but they came back strong here. We always talk about having the desire to have meaningful football come Thanksgiving when you're around the table uh, with relatives of different uh, sports allegiances and, and the Jaguars are, are kind of a moot talking point. Well, ironically, now, I think we really have something to look forward to. Like, even if our record doesn't really reflect it, uh, hit, knocking off arguably the best team in the AFC, is that's a joy no matter what. And if we can sneak away a couple more of these upsets this season, what a memory. I mean, yeah, like, we're not going to make the playoffs. I think that's pretty, that's it's given, right? But, yeah, I mean, we beat, we beat Miami, whatever. We finally went a game on, like, in our, you know, home stadium. So that's a great feeling. Yeah, we beat the Bills, man. And who knows? We could play spoiler against a lot of teams. And a lot of teams are going to look at that Buffalo tape and be like, okay, well, let's come into this game focused and ready because they beat the Buffalo Bills. These guys are not playing around. I would think so, right? Like, you got to be ready when you play the Jacksonville Jaguars. They beat the Bills. Yeah, absolutely. So question then, as we we're, this is a short episode and, and really just here to kind of celebrate this victory as we look ahead towards the Colts here as well. But this this has all the makings of a fluke victory. I mean, even the Josh Allen on Josh Allen <laughs> uh, stats are 
they're they're like it was it's it's awesome, but it's like hilarious. A career game. We we we're not going to expect Josh Allen to have those numbers maybe in a game ever for the rest of his in a single game for the rest of his career. It's just a just a, a fantastically uh, serendipitous moment here. But was the defensive performance a fluke, or is the defensive performance? A sign of stuff to come. I mean, I feel like, I, man, I've been hyping up the defense earlier on. I get, I get a little credit here. Got a little take. I said I was happy with it. Pretty happy with it. But, but question is, does this defense stay? Are we going to keep it up? You're going to have to ask me that next week because you know one week is is good, but you got to you got to string this thing along for a couple of weeks for me to say you know you have a good defense. But it is a huge confidence boost, especially for Josh Allen, who hasn't really had that breakout type game. This could be the confidence boost he needed to, you know, play at that superstar potential. And for the rest of the defense, you know, they they feel together now, right? They're flying around, flying to the football, creating turnovers. That's what we needed to do. And that could give them confidence as a group, you know, to to play play better moving on. And next test is the Colts, who they have a pretty good offense. And that's it. It's uh, Carson Wentz is a quarterback. You definitely want to put pressure in his face and ma- make him – uh, throw, throw interceptions. He he makes mistakes a lot. So all right. Well, in this long ass season, we are halfway through. Josh Allen has five and a half sacks. So you know, if 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 the defense, and this includes you know the other players on that side of the ball, con- uh, continue to gel together and to to put up some pretty big numbers, we we might start to see some sort of season long bests uh, coming up here. So that's something to be excited about. Yeah, and I mean he hasn't really had that great of a season so far how long has he been in the league like three years maybe and he hasn't had a breakout season his best season was when he had uh Calais on the other side right and Yannick yeah so I mean it made sense why he he did well that uh, last year but people always held that against him they said he only had success that year because of that so for him to do it without them it, it says a lot I mean I, I hope they keep it going especially the defense yeah, any any final words I said before we play the Colts on Sunday? Oh, man. I mean, we're huge underdogs again, 10.5 points. I just hope, you know, we don't have to win the game. I just want us to play hard. You know, you come out of, off that Miami victory and you get just smoked by Seattle. I don't. I can't see that happen again. You got to see progress. Well, thank you for listening to this uh, brief but excited episode of the Drunken Jaguar. This is a SB Nation and Big Cat Country podcast. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Junkin Dragwar. This is Bentley. Joining me on the call was Ased. Yeah, f- it. Let's do it. Let's beat the Colts. Go Jaguars. Let's go. Go Jags. what we're like uh what seven wins off from playoff contention here god let's not start this i can't wait till we're in the, the in the hunt graphic oh if we get there that's a win for me <laughs>